You're listening to the Kingdom Flow Podcast. I'm Kyle Jones. And I'm Ian Sperry. Now more than ever, we're in a time where Christians need to rise up. Business owners and corporate executives have a great opportunity to capture hearts by living out their faith, holding the line that's being challenged every day. Listen in as we work to uncover ways to help you live your life by design and challenge the norm by breaking down barriers and truly encouraging you to go all in on your faith. Also, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe to the show on the platform of your choice. Let's go. Lord, we love you and we just come before you. Um, Lord, we just want to submit to your presence right now and just let this conversation honor you and... um, Lord, just lead us down the path that you would want to take us and, um, and and just have this conversation influence somebody today who just needs a word from you, maybe a word of hope or, uh, or love or faith. Lord, just challenge us, and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we're here in the, in the Jones Casa studio. Yeah. I think what... what New location. <laughs> New location. What the listeners don't know is uh, maybe, maybe they picked it up a little bit, but our sound engineer is flawless in his in his editing skills, but somebody was building a house in the last. Um, was that what it was? Uh, they, they were, I think they were building a. They were doing a separate wild. house in the last one, so we had to move locations. But the good thing is, I'm excited. We're going to have a more permanent space. Yes. Actually, in your house. Yes. That's going to be now the Kingdom Flow Studios. Yeah, it's going to look really cool. Really official. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're here today temporarily. Um, and um, yeah, well, just happy to be here again and, and, and record another episode. So um, as, as customary, though, uh, you know, something completely off topic. Don't worry, I'm not coming for you. It's okay. But I'm used to um, it now. I actually, I, I thought of just the podcast immediately when I read this story. So apparently there was uh, a family in Las Vegas that recently saw a UFO crash in their backyard. Mm. And not only did it crash, they saw eight creatures who were were quoted as they were not human walking out of the of the crash site, walking across the backyard. Mm. Now I don't know how big their backyard was. And there was not a, a, you know, a TV interview, so you couldn't see if they were actually like on some of the, the yeah. Las Vegas good, good. <laughs> goodies. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it paused me to think, you know, I, we, I don't know. I think we've kind of talked, we haven't, we definitely haven't talked about it on the episode, on yeah. any episodes, but we've talked a little bit about it. So do you believe in life outside of earth? Do you believe that this could actually be true? I think so. First, I think I did see, I think I saw that article on, I think it was Yahoo's page or one of them. And I, I, I briefly read through it. Do I believe in life outside of Earth? Extraterrestrial life. Uh, it's not woohoo. I'd say, because I, 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 I feel like. You're kind of holding back right now. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm just processing. I get the sense gotta, that you so, that you do, and you don't so want to say what I, you want to say. Okay. So <laughs> I I'm not um, I'm not opposed to the idea. So I'm yeah. not necessarily. Is there a big green um, guy with you know ET like figure? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. Um, I think if we look at how grand... Is it more like the the creature on Flight of the Navigator when he's like this little goblin-looking hamster? <laughs> Is that what you... <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I envision or picture. Um, I, I do... If you look at how big the universe is and you look at how vast and incredible God designed it, um, do I... Or do I think... In our that we as human beings are the only thing in all of this galaxy. I don't know, man. I mean, there's a lot it's of galaxies out there, right? There's a there, lot. It's, it's a big world. Yeah, there's there's or some universe. I should say. Yeah, there's some scripture um, that that can kind of play with that. The wheel within the wheel, and uh, you know, when when a couple of the old prophets saw some things that some people interpret as potentially quote unquote, you know alien or UFO stuff, but 
I do know this. <laughs> if there is life outside of Earth, I do know that their God is the same as our God. Amen. So, so that I can agree on, or that I, that I, I think we can all agree. If that little green guy, okay, <laughs> is real, I believe that Yahweh, our God, is their God too. Yeah. And so, um, maybe he does have a soul. Maybe the green guy has a soul. I don't know. Maybe that guy. Maybe it wasn't Las Vegas good good. Maybe it was. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe, so. maybe. You it know was. what it may also made me think of. The there's a Saturday Night Live episode from a, a few years ago, which I haven't watched that show in in several years. But there's an episode that is uh, it's got Ryan Gosling when he was a host, and I don't even, I think uh, Kate McKinnon was like the co-host, the the funny one. Oh, it yeah. was like this scene where these these government officials are interviewing them. Yeah, and <laughs> she is just on a roll. It's you know there's some. There's some not inappropriate uh, jokes and, and and along those lines, but it was just it was extremely funny. Was it about and, UFOs? And it was. Yeah. So they got they got taken up and they got abducted, and so <laughs> like that the government officials were interviewing them, but she went down this path and she just like beady eyed, like wired, and like Ryan uh, Go- Ryan Gosling. The best part about it, like he is losing it, like he's like out of cover, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't. What do you think? Do you think there are? Man, I. It's hard to say. I, I'm more. I lean more towards what what you're saying. I don't yeah. think there's anything that would uh, that would absolutely sit here and say no. Yeah. But I also. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of people in this world that said they've they've seen what they've seen and. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Some of this stuff. I've too, seen with Independence the Day. I've seen Air, I've seen <laughs> Area Fifty One. Like yeah. I know you got an insider in there who's yeah. who's talked about Area Fifty One as well. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody. I maybe we'll get flagged and then Probably. somebody then we can ask this. Them. This might go viral this, too <laughs> because we're talking about aliens. It's be like Kingdom Flow. Somebody's about gonna make us <laughs> take it down. Take it down. So. Who knows? But I mean, I, I agree. We we live in a very big universe. There's yeah. multiple galaxies. Yeah, it would be. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if there was. Yeah. I'll say it that way. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. It wouldn't surprise me if there was. I really don't care either way either. I, I don't either. <laughs> I don't. I don't think about it at night like yeah. some of these scientists. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and you know maybe try to find some scriptures. Yeah, that that match up that would point to aliens. Yeah, or or dinosaurs for that matter. Yeah, but, <laughs> that's true too. You know. Yeah. Uh, all that to say, I just thought that was interesting, and you know, it's completely off yeah. topic. That could lighten us up. A I little like bit, it. So. That's good. But um, what's really been on my heart is uh, making a hard transition. We've mentioned it a few times. We've spent some time talking about it, even, but we haven't really done a whole episode on it. And I think I think um, today would be a good episode to to really digest uh, this concept of being called and what that looks like, what, what it means for your calling as an individual. Um, you know, we, we've shared this story, we've shared the context of what really got both of us, I think, thinking about this was a, a sermon that was given at the ARC conference a few weeks back with Chris Hodges. We mentioned this even with Mia's episode yeah. um, recently and, um, and how she was called. And you know, all that to say, and then it, it just kind of resurfaced for me, which we discovered on that on that interview as well, that we were both reading in First Samuel and when when Samuel was called. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's where I want to pick up and and start the conversation and we can take it in, in a couple different directions. But um, you know, first Samuel chapter three is where essentially Samuel was initially called. He was called three times in the first uh, two times he thought it was Eli calling him in from the the other room, and so um, which goes to show you that he he heard, heard something yeah. in in more or less an, an audible voice, yeah. enough to wake him up out of his sleep to go into the other room and and ask Eli if you know if he needed something. Um, but one of the things that I think. It it stuck with me that really pointed it out, and I've got my I've got my Bible with us today. The real, the real deal, um, the leather. But there's there's 
It's a thick one too. <laughs> just means there's big words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's hard to travel with. Do you know, this is completely side note. Do you know like the last five times I've traveled with this in my suitcase? Insane. I get flagged. I, they, they open up my suitcase and I'm like, it's, it's a the Bible. word of God. It's a Bible. Like, They're like, oh, we got to check. And I'm like. You still underline. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm an underline machine. See, I, I underline and I kind of go at an angle and it frustrates me. And so <laughs> you've I, got a shaky I hand. Got a, yeah. Like I, <laughs> you I, got I a scribbly hand. I, I'm like sideways. And I'm like, why did I do it like that? So do you want to know a technique that I, that I do? What do you do? Well, my shakiness, you know, generally I, I try to go a little bit faster. Yeah. So like in this case, I'll, I'll underline like the top part and then yeah. the bottom part. And then I'll just go really quick. quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't like go past the past two the, parts yeah, that yeah, I want. Because yeah, yeah. I've done that before. And I'm like, what, did I, wait, what, I just, <laughs> what, what was I trying to underline? Yeah. So <clears throat> back to uh, the story of Samuel when he was called. So he, this is after the third time when he finally got up, he went, or no, the, it, was, it would have been the second time he got up, went to Eli and Eli finally kind of picked up, hey, maybe it's the Lord calling you. And so um, that picks up in the second part of, of verse 8 in 1 Samuel chapter 3. So he says, Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. <clears throat> that right there, I think it's... I've just really been dwelling on this little piece because it's easy to miss, and then there's another part later that we'll we'll get to that um, that is also if you're reading through this, you, you probably didn't even catch. But right there, I think so many times if we don't have the right posture, if we're not slowing down enough, then we could arguably miss being called to a certain degree. And um, but I do think in in this case, you know. When, when God was calling Samuel, it took him a few times to realize that, hey, oh, this is being called. So I think there, there's an extension of grace with that. But I also think if we're not you know, keen enough to pay attention that, hey, this could actually be something from God, I need yeah. to pay attention, and then so much to actually voice, speak, Lord, I'm here for you. I'm your servant. Like, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that piece right there? Um, or just building up to that that you've known because I know you've been reading yeah, in it as well. I'm, yeah, I'm in the same I'm in the same book right now. Um, I have been, you know, I am still mulling over this whole called thing, and it's kind of racked me a little bit to be honest with you. Um, but I think, and it, it's honestly, it's through First Samuel where I where I've kind of come up with my conclusion on how I think um, people are called. Um, so I'm I think I'm coming biblically to an answer, um, which for for about I guess a month now I couldn't biblically see it. Yeah, uh, outside of the called for ministry. Um, but I, I I think I see it now as if from biblically um called um for kings and and for 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 other things and it's in it's in Samuel. So um as far as you know this individual part, yeah, I think we we've got to slow down. I, I you know, even um even this morning, you know, we're um dealing with all three of my kids have strep and then they gave me a great Father's Day present by giving it to me. Um, which I had strep in years. I was telling Rendon, um, I was like, all three of my kids have strep, but I never get strep. I literally, I told him that on, on the baseball game. I was like, I never get it. He's like, yeah, I get it sometimes. And I was like, oh, I don't get it. And the next morning I woke up and yeah, I had it. And yeah. so, uh, but, but yeah, this morning I was just, so we're still trying to get the kids, you know, routine and, and get them back. Cause they're just not, they weren't feeling a hundred percent. But I had to slow down this morning because it was just like, it was just, it was kind of back, it was just back to back. And so I had to force myself to go, wait a second, slow down so I can, I can hear again, same conference, same guy that, that spoke about this challenged me. If you don't hear God in three days, yeah, something I've mentioned it before, something's wrong. And so even it's a little nugget, it's, it, there's gotta be something he's speaking. So if, if we're not hearing him speak, we're not listening. Right. 
And so it's not him not speaking, it's us not listening. So yeah, I think that just in that particular spot, we have to, we have to quiet our souls. Um, even if it's every couple of days to really quiet it and then go, what are you saying for these couple of days, like, and get recharged again? Um, I think it's, I think it's vital. Well, and I think it's because of that, if we're not, if we're not consistently posturing ourselves and slowing down, yeah. then then yes, we we have we are susceptible to to miss anything, right? I mean, I think that's kind of the point too that that Chris Hodgers was making. It's like you have to be consistently in your word, in your quiet yeah. time, in your meditation, and and posturing yourself, however you hear from from God and and what works for you. But it's not just like you have you can do it every third day, yeah, yeah. right? Like yeah, yeah. you, and so there's. You know, you got to fill in the gaps, and you yeah. got to be. And, and yes, yeah, some days it's not going to be a calling moment, sure. but it, at some days it could just be a, a, a sensation of peace or something else that you know could really just come randomly out of nowhere. I think too. Um, you know, the the second part of that after after Eli says that to Samuel, he said, "You know, speak, Lord, for your servant hears." You know, that's what he told Samuel to to say when when he hears this again. Verse 10, and here's the part that you could really miss, because it doesn't really mention it, and it doesn't dwell on the fact after it, but it says, and the Lord came and stood, mm-hmm. calling at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And the Lord came and stood, mm-hmm. which means like, obviously there was, there was a presence. Yeah. Like there was a presence there yeah. that was, that was visible. Um, and I think there's so many different directions here. Um, number one, you know, if, if, if Eli didn't have the ability to kind of perceive that the Lord was speaking to Samuel, then Samuel probably would have thought that that was just a a green, green goblin, Uh, (laughs) you know, coming out of nowhere, like not knowing what it was if, if the Lord just showed up. And I think... There's another part of the, the the grace with with God in that moment where he 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 realizes that Samuel is not fully aware that this is that yeah. he's speaking to him yet, so he's patient with him and he's gentle, and then he comes in and uh, brings his presence with him. But um, that also, what I was thinking in in that regards, and and how does that you know what does that mean and correlate with today's podcast? I think there's another element of how does God speak to us? You know, how can we answer that question? How can other people experience this? Because I think most people are no are not going to, you know, visibly see God and sure. visibly or audibly hear Him. Although um, Chris Hodges, the way that he described when when he was called, the two he times did. he was called, he felt like he heard Him audibly mm-hmm. in moments. He didn't see anything, but he mm-hmm. felt like he he audibly heard Him. So um, I know both of us. Hear, hear God in so many different ways, but um, you know, just I guess maybe let's answer that question. How? What are some other ways that that we would know that God is speaking to us, or how does He speak to us? Yeah. Well, I think this is a great example of. Um, you're right. So, so the way the that the Lord spoke back then, and He spoke through um, His priests, right? And so they had Eli at the time was the priest over the entire country or uh, the entire nation of Israel, and he was the one that heard from the Lord for the for the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it went back similar to Moses and Joshua and all those 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 key figures, and it, it leads into what I was saying later too. But I think one of the ways here is number one, I think it's accountability. If if Samuel didn't have Eli, didn't have someone else, yeah. Um, that knew more or heard or heard before or um had experienced that before um Eli or or Samuel could have missed it yeah right and so i think that's one way that you know i know i hear from the lord is people that i trust that that are hearing from the lord too right and um and and there's confirmation there or there's revelation there or there is um experience there that I would that I don't have that that they're seeing and feeling and knowing and so I think that's one way I think um I think the Holy Spirit um is sensitive to each of our levels of 
of want. You know, we've talked, maybe we have or haven't talked about it before, but the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. And so mm-hmm. I think, I think he manifests his presence differently for each individual, um, yeah. as willing and open as they are to, to experiencing him. Um, and so I think there, there's, I don't think there's a cookie cutter box on, um, he only speaks this way. Obviously the, the, the main ones that we know about are, are, are his word. Yeah. Um, and then also prayer. Um, and, and it is that still small voice. It's that, um, it's that I call it the spiritual gut check. Yeah. You know, when I feel something in my gut and it's, it's, it aligns with the word, um, that's kind of how he speaks to me and, and how I hear him more most often. Um, I think too, we could see it's all biblical. We could see it in pictures and dreams and visions. Um, I think a lot of people, um, I think a lot of people experience Holy Spirit more than they even give themselves 100%. credit for. hundred percent. Right. They just don't even, they're like, oh, that's just a pie in the sky idea yeah. or dream, or that's just a feeling that I had, or that's just my intuition or that's whatever you want to call it. Conscience. That's my conscience. Yeah. That's my, but really it's, it's Holy Spirit. And if we're able to give him credit for that, um, then we are able to experience it more and more and we're more sensitive to it yeah. and not desensitized to it, if that's a word. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I think, uh, you covered a lot. I, the, the, the first example is that I was thinking is, is obviously the word. Yeah. That's the easiest example yeah. too. Yeah. You know, he gave us his handbook yeah. for how he can speak to us. Um, but the wise counsel is huge. Yeah. You know, having somebody who's been down the path in front of you. Yeah. Again, we've harped on the accountability. We've talked about, you know, the coaching aspect of it, but it's, it, it is that important to us. And it's, and, and, we talk about it so much is because we've benefited so much from and from we that. do it so much and we do it so much. It's just a part, part of, of who, who we are. are. Yeah. Um, and then the the dreams and the visions. You know, when I when I really started paying attention to um, certain dreams and visions and how I was um, like the the types of things that I was seeing in certain capacities, it wasn't like it was like a, this crazy you know, psychedelic type dream. It was just, it was like a lot of the times when I feel like God is speaking to me in certain dreams, it's very real. And there's aspects where he's kind of showing me a path and giving me a hope for the future. I think that's how he, he really speaks to me is like through when he's speaking to me through a dream, it's generally like, Hey, here's, here's a vision for the future. Here's what is, either, you know, something that could be possible for you or an opportunity or something like that. And really with anything, um, like so much to where, um, even, even having somebody talk through, uh, those certain dreams with, and, and just seeing if there's, if there's meaning, um, you know, there's so many different, like you get, you, you pay attention. This is kind of going down a wrap, you pay attention to the the colors, you know, any kind of objects that are random in there, like, You know, if you're whatever it could be, ropes, snakes, swords, like all yeah. of that stuff can it. actually play into certain um, certain aspects that that God's trying to speak to you in a certain dream. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, again. I would you know the listeners. I would I would begin just to to ask the Lord to give you sensitivity to that, to not yeah. think it's weird. Well, that's a, it's not woohoo. Like no, it's and not. that's my point in this. It's not it's not woohoo because. Um, because we're spiritual beings. That's right. Like I think we 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 get so focused on, and I say it because this is like again, it's my story. Like sure. we get so focused on the physical nature, the physical body, mm-hmm. even just like our physical thoughts that you know, or our mental thoughts, if you will. That that that's all that we have for. It. We forget that we are spiritual beings, and be and and we're. Uh, maybe on the conservative Christian side, we were we were scared to even use that word spiritual mm-hmm. because of of you know what the world has Twisted done it. with that mm-hmm. with that type of language mm-hmm. and universe and mm-hmm. spiritual. Oh, I'm just like, look, I believe in the universe. Mm-hmm. I believe in a lot of the things that the world does say about like how you can be in one with your body and everything else. I believe all that because of who the creator is and and all the 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 context to back it up sure. through the scripture. Yeah, yeah. You know, we made a joke about this before too, but 
we were doing that yoga class on Good Friday a couple of years ago, and, yeah. and the instructor went down this sermon, and then all of a sudden she said the ultimate yogi was Jesus. <laughs> it's like, well, okay. I never thought about it like that, See but if you really, too? Yeah. like, you know, he spent so much time in prayer and meditation yeah. and, and just being alone, being like yeah. going off and, and getting away from his disciples so that he could truly be alone and, and come back into um, a posture that would allow him to hear from God. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, I, I I think it is um I think it's crucial. I want to if I can grab yeah your so we're talking about called and again we are so I am on fourteen or fifteen um so if you read um up until this point we look in we look in scripture and we're talking again we're talking about how are we called do we know when do we do we know that we're called. Um, is it a calling just for ministry, or is it a calling for everyone else? Right. And um, and again, for the last month, I've been not struggling with it, but just battling. Like, okay, I don't ever remember a time, an audible time of calling, but yet I've always been drawn. Or um, and so you look, you look back through Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Do uh, you look back to the Torah? And, um, and you look at the people that were called, and they were called by God, right? Yeah. So all the major players were called by God, right? Right, and so um, they were all handpicked by Him in order to fulfill a goal or purpose that He had within the nation of Israel. Now we transfer to Samuel, and we see we see Eli as the priest hearing from the Lord. Um, and so we have Samuel now that comes in, and he is now going to be taking over the priestly the priestly role. And the first time the people are asking for a king, okay? Yeah. And so this is the first time, and, and, and I may be corrected, but I can't remember another time up until this point where someone else outside of God himself calls someone for a time. Okay, so we look at Saul here. Saul's going on his merry way. The people want a king. Yeah. God goes to Samuel and says, "Call Saul as my king." And so we see this now. And then you look in Scripture from here on out, and we see: Is it necessarily? Is there a call for ministry for the priest and and people? Yes, there was a call for that, but there was affirmation after affirmation for the kings, right? Yeah. From the priest, from from the different people that were hearing for the Lord. And so you look at Saul, he was affirmed by Samuel. God did not call Saul directly. It says, in fact, when Samuel anointed him, that's when God's spirit came upon Saul, mm. yeah. right? Yeah. He was affirmed by Samuel. Yeah. He was called by Samuel. He wasn't called by God. He was right. God used Samuel to call him, and when that happened, that's when his spirit came upon him. Yeah, and 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 so from the if you're looking at it, so I'm a business owner. I'm not. A, I'm not a minister. Um, but I look back through my life and the the priest quote unquote that I was close with or connected with. I look back and I see, and again, I use priests loosely. Pastors or sure. um, um, or small group leaders that I trusted, right? I see Afri the the affirming of them in my life. So I didn't necessarily hear a quote unquote call from God to go. Thus saith the Lord. Now I have heard go do certain things, sure. but 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 when it came to because I was wrestling with it. I mean, I've got this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. But I've never necessarily been called to do this. In the con when I looked back, I was affirmed by different people, by different pastors that have said, "This is where I think God's got you. This yeah. is where." And so there was. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And so I think that's where. And then we look at that. We we see even even we look in scripture. The funny part is Saul. Saul was never from the line that Jesus was going to come from when the prophets talked about it. So Saul would have never been able to reign anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. right? And so, but he's still called, he was still called by Samuel. And so um, I, I think when, as from moms and dads and business owners and employees, 
I think when we begin to say, hey, what's my call? We begin to try to look where were we, we've been affirmed yeah. in our giftings, in our talents. Where have we been? Um, and, I, and, I, and I would encourage, if you are a believer, to look at it from the people that are in that priestly role yeah. in your life at this time to go, hey, my pastor has seen this in me. He's, he's affirmed that in me. Is that you? Are you tracking yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm. I'm you I'm, caught yourself on I, that I one. I caught on that one, but but yeah, but it's it's. I, and you look at it in David. Same thing. Yeah. Samuel went to David, and then this is the thing. And this is this is this is important for us as business owners and leaders. And it convicted me today when I was reading in it. The same, the same Samuel that affirmed Saul and his spirit, the Lord's spirit came on him was the same Samuel that when Saul went and ripped his robe said that the nation of Israel is being torn from you today. Yeah. Right? It was it was it was the same um we've got to be careful when it comes to um as business owners as leaders that we have got to be connected um first to the Lord. There was a haughty spirit that came upon Saul. Yeah. There was this there was this um he 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 began to try to take over the priestly roles when we look into scripture. Yeah. He began to do what he was not called to do. He was called to be a king, he was not called to be a priest. Right. And so the same spirit that came upon him in the Lord took took his spirit off of him and anointed David at that point. And so I say all that to say it convicted me. The, the we are no matter how good or no matter where we get in life, we we're never too big or never too whatever for for God, God, we've got it. We've got to stay under that umbrella of of who He is and yeah. what He's called us to do, of humility, of um, of of reverence, of accountability, so that um, He can continue to pour out His Spirit versus versus hold it. Right. So that was a lot. No, but, that but, that is. But I, you know, well, one quick thought that I also thought of this is. Um, the affirmation, I think, could also come through experiences that sure. happen, and yeah. then you take them to wise counsel exactly. as well that way, yeah. and then they can uh, they can affirm them as well. Um, but I I was thinking that same thing with with Saul. It's like, man, he he could have he 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 could have had a completely different path. You know, I just think about like what what would have happened yeah. if. Um, if he would have remained humble, yeah. If he would have um, just lived within his calling, and um, and that's why too, like it's it's so critical. It goes back to it goes back to accountability. I'm thinking too, like he was accountable to to Samuel, yeah. And Samuel stepped up and and finally, you know, made the decision to make a change, yeah. And um, there's just there's so much real world experience that we can pay attention to these biblical references if we just pay attention to the little details and 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 how you know also as leaders where you know Saul was good for a season and and Samuel yeah. knew that and Samuel wasn't you know he wasn't upset with himself he didn't make a mistake and you know like in the business world you know it's like you you hire somebody and then they were good for a period but then maybe they're just you know whatever reason yeah. they they they're, they're going through a personal issue or something that makes them to where they're not really a great employee. And, you know, in order to keep the business moving and the culture maintained, you kind of have to make a change and, and move on. Um, but it, it also kind of bleeds into like the, the performance world, like driven world of Christianity mm -hmm. where it, it's, it's a fine line of like this, Hey, we've got to wake up and kind of perform, but it's, I think about it too, more so like, it's not really performing. It's just, it's it's sticking to living in the standard in which you're called. Mm -hmm. It's it's really that simple. And if we allow and aren't paying attention to you know certain things that we allow to come in to our lives or other people speaking into our lives, um, that maybe there it's it's creating this either insecurity. Or it's creating more pride in a sense, um, which is what we see with with Saul later on. So, um, you know, it's just it, it's it's critical for us that when we when we do feel like there's something that God is 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 pressing on our heart or, or pulling us towards, 
having somebody that we can talk to and run that by, which is the 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 hardest part in today's world. I think people just don't don't take it um, very seriously. Is being a part of a spiritual family and being and having a relationship with it doesn't have to be the lead pastor, but having sure. having a pastoral connection of somebody that you can go to either through your church or even maybe it's not at your church maybe they're a pastor somewhere maybe I don't know maybe it could be it could be anything but somebody that is is has been down the path has wisdom and understands you know the Bible and and has fruit from it as well um and so you know when we're going to church on a Sunday, and we're not really getting plugged in through community groups or life groups or whatever your church calls them, Sunday school. You know, growing up, Sunday school, you'd be at church for four hours because yeah. you'd have to go to Sunday school before. But, um, you know, whichever model your church has, like getting getting plugged in and surrounding yourself with a spiritual family and then also like being intentional with um, trying to build relationships with some some people who may be on staff if you if you don't have anybody like that in your life yeah. that could play that pastoral role. You know, I think again going back to call, <clears throat> I think we can see here that that all of us at some level, I'm feeling that now as all of us at some level are called uh, or affirmed, we all have a we all have a physical expiration date. Right? But we see here too that there's a in a sense, if we, like you said, if we don't stay within our call, there's a spiritual expiration date, mm. right? Yeah. And this is, this is all that we're talking about is keeping for the, for, you know, you think about a fruit that's, you know, uh, that has an expiration date. It's keeping, you keep it in a, a low humidity area and it stays longer, right? It's, it's this, yeah. pr- that keeps it longer. This is all that we're talking about is keeping, our our freshness and our fruit as ripe as possible um, for as long as possible, so that we are spiritually effective in our call, in our in in what we've been affirmed in, so that we can make the biggest impact while we have time on earth yeah. before our physical expiration date comes up. What a sad, you know, for Saul, and it was it sometimes it plays into this. But you know now now it's a little bit different than 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 in the in the Bible days in this sense that I think a lot of people spiritually expire before they physically expire. Oh, for sure. And it's it's just like you know Saul on this end, he kind of physically expired as he spiritually expired. Although it it did happen years and years later, um, as he was just fighting this 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 demon of insecurity and, um, but. You know, what a sad day. I can think of multiple people right now that they've they've spiritually expired even though their physical expiration hasn't. Yeah. And um it's because they got outside of they got outside of their call. They got outside of their um their what they've been affirmed in. They got outside of their lane that that Paul talks about. Yeah. And um and so all that we're talking about is this umbrella that keeps your spiritual expiration from happening. Right. Is that you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's it is um if anything, just you know, those that are listening and even me, you know, heed that. Um, I'm no I am that hey, look, we have this physical life, but we have this spiritual call as well. And I see a picture of Saul. Um, and his his spiritual expiration date came came too early, and he and this is the thing, this is the wild part about it. He had every bit of that control on when that expired. Yeah, we control that, and everyone, you know, oh no, God, no. If you if it says multiple times, if he would have kept the word, if he would have stayed in his lane, quote unquote, if he would have done A, B, C, and D, which he knew was right to do. He had it in his power to be able to do that, and it it would have. I think the I think it would have read differently about him. I think it would have read differently about his son, Jonathan, and I think it would have read differently about David and how this how this could have transitioned. That's that, I'm thinking the same thing. If if yeah. if he would have realized that he had a spiritual expiration, he had to protect that. 
Yeah. Um, and so it makes you wonder if, um, you know, I don't, I, I still think, um, David would have essentially taken the seat just Had because, to, yep, you know, uh, the line, John, the, the line mm-hmm. but also because, um, Jonathan was just such a good friend and yeah. encouraging him to, to take over that seat anyways. But I wonder if, because it kind of thrusted him into kingship, right? Yeah. With um, with Saul's fall and then David's calling. I wonder if, uh, and this was the question that I have, I wonder if he would have, I wonder, because he would have been a little bit older, a little bit wiser by the time he took over the, 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 the role of the king, yeah. if he would have fallen. Yeah, Dave, I, David. David. Yeah, I know. If 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 because you look at the end of David's life, and it was kind of a sad one. Yeah, it, it really kind of sucked because of how you know, and, and God in His goodness, He always redeems, which is, is is awesome. But well, if we allow Him to redeem, He will always redeem. But um, yeah, I think I think it all could have changed. I think you could have seen this picture of of mentorship, this relationship between Jonathan and David. Um, you know, completely blossom, and it and it had been a really cool, um, really cool story on on how um, having multiple irons in the fire actually produces greater results, yeah. and and all this stuff, and um, and I think that's like us in our own lives. I think of a ton of people that are even older than me, and I look at it and go, man, they're they're you know they're missing out on all this potential that's inside of them because. Um, they're unfortunately not not aware of their of their spiritual expiration yeah. if if not controlled. And so, um, I, w- I do want to go back yeah, sure. to another part of that that you as you were talking through it. Um, so Samuel called Saul. Yeah, it also made me think of man. How many of us are um, not or either missing it or not being obedient? To calling somebody else because mm-hmm. we're not paying attention in, and when we have a thought about somebody, whether it's our kids or maybe somebody else that is within our spiritual family or our circle, and we see something that could be a sign of encouraging word or something that is spoken over to somebody, arguably prophetically, mm-hmm. that's placed on your heart and soul. How many how many people are walking around with a missed calling on their lives because somebody didn't speak into it? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's all the more reason. That's more motivation. Like, especially, and I just, I, I, for me, the easiest thing that I'm thinking about is just my kids and like being extremely intentional with the word choice and and what I am speaking over them and around them and into them. Yeah. But I'm also trying to posture my heart on a regular basis to have words of of confirmation for them or affirmation or you know a prophetic word for them to some degree and um and just kind of speak that over them and I think that's that's one thing I know you do it around the birthdays um what we've started in our family is around Christmas time where I intentionally for the weeks leading up to it, because we've we've now done this thing um, uh, on Christmas Eve, we go to a nicer dinner. Now that the kids are older, we go and we take them to a, a steak dinner. Typically, yeah. our favorite, you know, the steak forty eight as of late. But um, and they actually eat steak now too, for the most part, except my daughter. So you know, she she ate more steak this last time than I think. But the the whole point of that is to to kind of come together and. Um, Yes, we look back at the year, but we are actually getting excited about the future of the next year and what's to come. And so I'm very intentional leading up to that for a few weeks and just intentionally praying to a point where, um, you know, God's given me a word for each one of them for the year and and not just like a, you know, perseverance, like, You're great, like a, a prophetic word, <laughs> yeah. like, like something that is that is meaningful sure. that they can take heart and... and um, and just kind of speak that into them and encourage them. Yeah. And um, there, there's definitely been, I mean, multiple things that have actually played out in yeah. the year to come. Because uh, not that anything that really I had to do with, I just saw this as I was praying through it, and you know, just voiced it into existence so they could hear it. Yeah. And and know and trust that, that came from God. Yeah. 
And so that's exactly what we're talking about here and and how that can play out. And I would just encourage every listener to make sure that they're posturing their hearts to be open and that when, even if it's just the thought of another individual, you know, pay attention to that and and seek more and maybe spend, don't just, don't just pray for that person or in the moment, like maybe take a couple days or because that's, that's happened to me before where it's like the same person kind of keeps coming back up and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So I just like, but once I actually start seeking and, and praying specifically and um, asking, asking the Holy Spirit to, to open up the reasoning why, or maybe sometimes it's just a call, but uh, you know, there could be more there that we are missing is kind of the point in what I'm saying. Yeah. I think how many, I think we all at some point in our lives have the opportunity to be like an Eli and say, Hey, the Lord's speaking here. Um, I look back at the people that have impacted my life the most and where would I be if, if they didn't open their mouth? Right. Right. Where would I be if, if they didn't affirm me? Where would I be if, if they weren't a listening ear? Where would I be if they didn't teach me? And so, um, that is one thing that I try to do, um, as often as I, as I get something is to encourage somebody, um, cause we may be that voice, um, that is that, that's that domino effect for someone's life that is like, okay, this is, this is the confirmation that I needed. Yeah. This is the, this is the call that I needed. This is, are, are, are we being Samuels to somebody? Are we being Samuels to us all? Right. That, that have, um, and, and people are like, well, he was a priest. How could, no, 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 this is, we're in a new covenant now. The same Holy Spirit that was on, that was on Samuel is in our, in our souls now, is yeah. in our lives, right? It was different back then. Once Christ came, we have that ability now. We, if, we, if we want it, like we talked about earlier, how, how deep do you want to go with it, right? right? How deep do you want to go with it? And how, how much of, how much of the pizza, I, I, I describe our spiritual life like a pie, and there's eight slices, and so many Christians just want two pieces. Yeah. How many of the eight do you really want? You're talking about spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts, yeah. right? Um, interaction with the Holy Spirit. How much do you want to experience? He's, he's giving you the whole pie. It's just our job to experience it, to, to take it in, and, to, and, to, and to, to fuel us to do it, do it more. So yeah. I think that is a, a, big, a big thing. And again, like you said, it comes to our families first. What are we speaking into our kids? What are we speaking into our wives? You know, our wives are going to be speaking at, a, at an event um, here soon. And um, man, I, I, for me, I'm laying hands on my wife and I'm praying over her and I'm going to speak life into her for what she's going to, um, how God's going to use her in that event. Um, I'm over my kids, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever shared this with one, but I, I, I one time for my son's recent, his seventh birthday, Man, we, I, I do have words for each of my children at, at, at their birthmark or at their birth years for what's to come. Lay hands on my son, gave him a word, and I look up, and my son is breaking down crying wow. at seven years old. And, and he looks at his mom and goes, does dad always pray like that? That's what he, that's what he always is what he said. But it was, it was, there's things that I spoke over him at, at the beginning of the year when he was seven that are happening now. Mm. And he, we're a direct reflection of, of Christ or of the, of God right now in his yeah. life. And so he knows it's from God and he, 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 Hey buddy, remember when daddy said that and see how it's coming to pass. Yeah. Teaching him to understand that, to see that, to be sensitive to that and to see it play out. And so I think, yeah, I oh, think it's man. crucial. So. I, I have a story similar to where I was able to point out to to Austin that mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit was speaking to him mm-hmm. and gave him some knowledge, and and it was just such a great teaching moment. He ended up, he's fine now. In fact, um, it was a, it was a recent. He got um, <laughs> the people who actually he was with are listeners of the podcast, so this is funny. <laughs> But um, he was he got lost at at a at a ball field. Yeah, and um, they were at a high school playoff game. He was with his buddies. His buddies ran off, and he kind of got left behind. And he but he couldn't. He he forgot where they were sitting, and so he tried to make his way back. But he he was able to stay calm in the moment, and he found a security guard. And ultimately, they paged the the dad over the loudspeaker mm-hmm. and he came and got him and i'm like man 
I, I would like even still like thinking about it. I'm just so yeah. blown away and how cool it is because like we never really had that conversation. Like, hey, if you if you're at a large and crowd, you get lost. You get lost you go go find, find somebody. Yeah. So like that, there's like that in itself, and I'm like, man, how did you know how to do that? And he's like, I don't know. I just thought it, and I like you know, not really being able to articulate his, his understanding. And then he's like, it just came to my mind that, oh, I could find that guy. And I, and I said, man, let me just tell you, I want to speak this because this is, this is, yeah. this is what it was like. That was the Holy Spirit impressing on your heart and giving you a word of knowledge and wisdom that you had not been taught before by anybody. Yeah, God placed that wisdom inside of you to realize, hey, this is how I handled this situation so that you could get yourself out of the situation yeah. and ultimately get back to uh, connecting with the people that you came with to the game. And he was just like, when I was walking him through this, he was like, you could tell, like he was really He's processing. processing and he was yeah. like, wow. Yeah, like, yeah. I said, man, that's really cool. Yeah. I said, that's why I'm so impressed is because as your dad, I know we haven't had that conversation, yeah. but I know I'm so excited be, because God's speaking to you in these little subtle manners. Yeah. Now that was a bigger event, but he's speaking to you and he gave you that wisdom and it was just really cool to have that moment with him. So That is really cool. But That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I think, um, yeah, I think that was a good, good yeah. episode. I think that's it. You want to close us? Yeah, let's do it. Father, thank you again for today. Thank you for just who you are. Thank you, Lord, that... Um, Lord, you do, you do call today. You do, um, you do continue to, to call us to, to more. And, um, and Father, we're just so grateful, um, that you're, you're with us throughout this entire process. And I just pray, Lord, that if anyone listening is just maybe lost or confused in their calling, Lord, that they would, they would either go back to accountability, go back to their word, go back to to to, to the spirit, and and get reaffirmed um, that where they're at um, is is where they're supposed to be for such mm. a time as this, yeah. and that Lord um, that they would continue to develop and grow in you, so that they can continue to um, to just be a, be a light to the world around them. Lord, we love you, we praise you, we honor you today. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope that you feel encouraged by today's episode. Help us reach the masses by leaving a review and subscribing to the show. We'll see you next time.